fuck are you? I'm great. I'm excited to see you. I'm excited to be doing this. I love when we can do these early, dude. I feel good drinking coffee and just talking yes. death metal with you. I got the coffee fucking coursing through my veins. I'm thinking about good jams. I'm feeling like my brain is functioning. It's great. Right. Unfortunately, in order for us to do this, in order for us to do this, we got to run motherfuckers down like halfway across the world. I know. I've been trying to nail down these boys from Finland for quite a while now, but we got them. We got them. We nailed them open. We pried their caskets open. And that's who we're talking to today. Daddy from Caskets open from Finland. We got, we got two people joining us today from, from the band. Oh, shit. So I, think, I think you pronounce his name Timo. I'm probably wrong. Forgive my American accent. T-I-M-O and Anti, A-N-T-T-I from Caskets Open. And they're going to correct me on the pronunciation, but um, they're coming in. That's all. Welcome I to the boys. Welcome to the boys. Welcome to the American. I think that was, show. that was, that was a direct, concise, succinct introduction. Yeah, you nailed it. Told you, dude. It's the coffee. It's the morning thing. By the, by the time it hits 3 p.m., I'm like trying to go to sleep. Oh, yeah. Same here, man. We, I, we talk about that on the podcast a lot. Maybe we I should know. try and get some sort of like nootropic sponsorship or something. Be like, take so-and-so at 3 o'clock in the afternoon so you can interview motherfuckers the way that we do. And they're going to be like, oh, yeah, here's some lion's mane reishi mushroom powder. Yeah. We have to, ours has to be much more heavy metal than that. If when we have a sponsor, it's going to be fucking sweet. I won't, I won't settle for anything whack. Right. That's for sure. I want, I want cutting edge Alzheimer's treatment drugs manufactured in a quality controlled Russian lab. I want my fucking, I want my myelin sheets being fucking remade. I want connections in my brain sparking. I want all kinds of fucking, I want to become the machine. Until then, you're just, we're just going to have to keep on listening to death metal, and that's going to have to do it for us. And fucking out. That, that's listening to death metal, drinking coffee, and hoping that we can rope in motherfuckers who will talk to us before 10 a.m. Well, luckily the, for these guys, it's like 7 p.m. <laughs> so that, that, that's my. Yeah, well, for us. For us. I know. That might be the best move to try to get. Yeah, it doesn't matter when they're on. Try to get these international homies, homies in. What do you think of the record? Did you have a chance to listen to the whole thing? Caskets open. Yes, I did. I uh, I am enjoying it very much. It was definitely a change of pace. I wasn't really sure what to expect, but there's um, it's like it's almost like um, it's almost like Celtic Frost covering the Misfits. I think is Ooh. probably one of the best ways that I could describe it. That's very good. Um, a lot of a lot of punk edge to it, some doom here and there. Um, definitely all over the place as far as like pace and tempo and everything goes, which is good because I they, they sort of are promoted as a as a doom band, and I I do love me some doom, but I do love like doomy pockets that are sort of interspersed in bouts of other shit. Um, yeah, and in their case, there's. In their case, there's some uh, some hard driving, sort of hardcore edged, goth edged punk uh, mixed in with with their doom, and that's that's a recipe for some killer shit right there. That's what we love. That's that's what resonated with me as well. And I'm I'm interested to to hear if they were actually influenced by like any of that stuff or not. You know, because like the last people we talked to, I would think like, so. You know, I'd like to think I, I'd be interested to hear like what their what their real influences are because I hear like typo. 
I hear Danzig in there yeah. in that shit. And it'd For be, sure. you know, interested to hear if that's if that's true or if that's just me Americanizing what I hear. Well, and I think I think they're older too. I, I, they it, it says that they've been like on Bandcamp. Their bio says they've been doing this shit for fourteen years. So maybe we're maybe we're going to be dealing with some dudes who've been in a game for a while who have some older school influences. That's that's what I'm hoping. But anything that uh, anything that our boy Tommy from Redefining Darkness point puts out, you can bet you can bet it's going to be the shit. So I'm I'm stoked that he hooked us up with these dudes for sure. And, uh, he's a trustworthy man what else have you been listening to these days bro you know what i've been listening to i know we were gonna are we gonna have to talk about cannibal corpse for a minute we gotta how can we not how can we not have to we have to we both it, it's on its way to both of us the new record so it has to we we have to set the scene i can't wait dude i got so I got the shipping notification from Metal Blade for my pre-order on like Wednesday, I think. Yeah. Um, and the, the initial time that it was expected to get here was sometime next week, which I, I'll be in DC then. So I wouldn't have gotten it until I got back and got it from my neighbor at like, you know, after, like almost a week after it had been out. And that's not fucking cool. Uh, but it just so happened that like, DHL and the USPS just are like synergizing. They got their shit together, and that shit is out for delivery right now. Yeah, dude. And all morning, all morning, I've been sitting here thinking about fucking Cannibal Corpse. I've been listening to Cannibal Corpse. I've been breathing Cannibal Corpse. It makes me happy, and I'm excited about it, dude. I'm so excited for this record. I I've listened to so little of what they've put out just because like, I want to wait and have it unleashed upon me. I, 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 I didn't even check out the one. The first single was like awesome. And I, li I listened to like 30 seconds of it. And I was like, this is like so fucking good. I'm just going to wait. I just, I stopped. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I listened, I listened to the first single and I listened to the second single. And like, I watched, I watched the playthrough of Rutan doing um, one of the songs that he wrote. Jesus Christ. He is the son of God. Like that motherfucker is a guitar player. Um, but I haven't, like, I got a promo, uh, that I just deleted. I was like, I'm not going to fucking listen to this, man. I'm, I'm waiting until I got that shit in my hand. Um, the ritual must prevail in this particular circumstance. I have to, I have to have it. I have to hear it. I have to have it with me. Absolutely. And you have to have like the, the lyrics in front of you. You got to have the book. You got to be staring at the artwork when it's playing. This is, this is an experience. This is cannibal corpse we're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. It's a whole thing. And it's, it's, I've been, I've been doing this like half my life, I guess. I've, I've, I've been a Cannibal Corpse fan for a really long fucking time, man. And I, uh, they're easily my favorite death metal band. One of my favorite bands on the whole, um, of all time. And I, I, I cannot believe how consistent they have been and continue to be. They're the, they're the goats, man. I mean, they definitely got me into death metal, like for real got me into death metal, like old school death metal and everything. They're, they've been definitely my favorite death metal band for since I started listening to this kind of music. So yeah, man, they, they hold a special place in my soul, as you know, especially the, um, the kill through, I guess, is it, is it, um, man, what was that? Did that lineup go all the way to Skeletal Domain? 
Uh, red, red before black is the yep. last one that that lineup did. That, so that's that's a huge onslaught of records, and that, you know that's yeah. the first tour I saw them on was Evisceration Plague. So like that's the image of Cannibal Corpse that I will always have in my heart. It's perfect, it's, yeah. The perfect run of records, man. It's it's absolutely. I think them at their best songwriting. I think them at some of their best performing capability. And I think you have to factor in that that, that all of this is taking place while they've been a band. Uh, for so long you know yeah. um knowing that these dudes have been doing what they've been doing for as long as they have and that they still make it sound fresh and that they still manage to be inspired i think all of that shirt's really cool but then every every time they release a new record you know there will be interviews and there will be other sort of interactive things with the band leading up as, as part of the promo and every single time you hear one of these dudes giving an interview it's just like so humble and so down to earth and so like gracious and especially Alex Webster, right? Like that motherfucker. He's the reason why I bought a bass. In my yeah, year. like he's, he's, you know, he's an amazing musician and he is a flag bearer for his genre, right? Like you, yeah. you can't fuck with that guy. And if you play bass in death metal, like you owe a debt to that guy and he knows it, he's got to know it. But at the same time, like it does not seem you know, I don't know the guy personally. I've never spoken to him before, but it, it seems like he genuinely, like, it seems like the way that he presents himself in interviews is genuinely the way he is, which is just a super cool, super humble, like, dude who who loves his life, who loves his career, and who has, who, who understands what a blessing it is to have been able to do this for as long as he's been able to do it, you know? I think we got to get him on, man. I think I do too. I think we can. I think we got. I think he would vibe with us, and I think he's nice and cool enough to uh, to do it and have an honest chat with us. If if any of them would do it, or if any well, of them would want to do it, I would want to talk to him for sure. Yeah, I mean, and the you know the phoners went out. The phoner invitations went out through Metal Blade through promo, you know, a, a few weeks back, and and we got those, and we you know we talked about it for a minute and decided that maybe that you, part part of what I like about this podcast, and I don't know if it's become like necessarily part of our shtick but i do like talking to people who aren't in the process of, of promoting something sure, uh, sure like a new record or an upcoming tour or something because it gives uh like trevor from black dahlia murder right yeah they had no upcoming tours it had been almost a year since they put that record out um but we still uh got a chance to sh sit down shoot the shit you get a little bit more time with them um they're not being asked the same questions that they've been asked a million times already that day you know and so maybe a little while after this record for cannibal corpse has come out and things have sort of chilled out a little bit we can get one of them on here I, I, honestly i would take anybody in the band i would love to fucking talk to anybody in that band of course i'd like to talk to rob barrett too he seems like a bad motherfucker i feel like he'd get down like i always I've, I've gotten a kick out of rob barrett's appearances on different dvds over the years yeah. like in the in the cannibal corpse dvds he always seems cool and chill and then he he was part of the Roadrunner United, um, Roadrunner Records 25th anniversary thing that they put together. And his, his appearances on that DVD when he was recording guitars with, uh, with Joey Jordison from Slipknot, like, he just seems like a cool, fun guy, you know? And all that shit's old now. Like, all that shit's over 10 years at this point. Um, so it would be interesting to sort of follow up with Rob Barrett and see how life's been treating him. Yeah, but, I mean, he's a fucking amazing guitar player, and he's... He always he always has some of my some his songs are always some of my favorite songs on each Cannibal Corpse release. Shatter their bones, case in point. 
Shatter Their Bones is a fucking brutal song. And yeah. I, I love the, he's, he's all about the zombies too. Like, um, yeah. fire up, what is the fire up the chainsaw? Killer Become, that's a Rob Barrett song. That's uh, one of the best. Shatter Their Bones is a Rob Barrett song. Uh, he's just, a, he's just a, a, a cool songwriter and he's definitely got his own style. So, Well, let's hear what Caskets Open has to say about Cannibal Corpse. I would like to hear what they have to say about everything. Me too. Let's see. Very excited. It might take a minute to connect. Hello. Hello. Can you hear us? Yes. Can you hear us? Yeah, man. So what's what's up, brother? I'm Zach from Death Comes Lifting. I'm who has been trying to rope you into this podcast. We appreciate you doing it. And I, I got with me here my brother Schuler. He is the uh, Lifts and Riffs co-host. What's and, up, guys? How you doing? We're good. We're good. How are you? <laughs> We're doing good. It's uh, it's it's ten o'clock in the morning here on the American East Coast. Um, and what what time is it there? What part of Finland are you guys in? In Helsinki. It's in the east eastern coast. No, southern southern coast. Um, it's it's five p.m. here. Okay. I want I want to talk to you guys all about your music, and we're definitely going to do that. But first, I want to hear about the Helsinki experience. It, it is, as I understand it, it's like the fucking best place in the world to live. How do you feel about that? Do you do you agree with that? Well, <laughs> we don't know, but it's, it's been fine. It's hard to tell, but it's better than Lahti or better than Keuro, I think. Why do you think it's, it's it's the best place? Oh, I don't necessarily think that. That's there are a number of different surveys and another a number of different um, metrics by which standards of living are measured across the world. And oh. Helsinki is apparently one of the most progressive cities. Apparently, the crime is very low, if I'm not mistaken. Apparently, it's a very clean city, um, and that is something that is very attractive to a lot of people who come from places that aren't like that. There they are. Now we get to see your faces. Yeah. That makes What's us happy. Up, boys? Um, but yeah, I just, I, I am, I'm very fascinated with Finland as a country anyway. And then every time I end up reading about Helsinki, I think to myself, God damn, I would fucking love to live there one day. Um, maybe, I don't know. What do you, you guys, you you have guys, to no pressure you guys, to represent your homeland now or anything yeah, like that. Give us the inside scoop. Like you can, you can pull back the, pull back the curtain if you want to and be like, man, Helsinki fucking sucks. Like, tell us what's the, uh, what's the score? I don't think it sucks, but I don't necessarily, I've, I've been living here from like 20, 20 and eight, maybe 20 and seven. I can't really see any anything too bad or too good, anyway. Yeah. Sometimes there's, there, there's not many big cities in Finland, anyway. Right. So the, this is the capital and the biggest. Right. So I don't know. Well, this I have so, so much experience in other places. It we feels safe, as you said. Yeah, it's safe. 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 Excellent. <laughs> feel that's safe. safe. <laughs> no wars. Chilling. <laughs> <laughs> And it, well, that's why that's why we can't come there because wherever the fucking war is guaranteed to follow, we fuck up everywhere that we go. And I, on behalf of America, I'm sorry. Hey Amen. Me too. We're we're trying to make the world a better place through <laughs> spreading heavy metal. That's, that's why we're here, and we're glad to have you here to talk to about that, my friends. 
So. so we've both been listening to the latest Caskets Open release. We are huge fans so, of what you guys are doing. Give us a little bit of history of the band. Um, and we, we want to talk about your influences and stuff here in a little bit. But first, how long have you guys been together? Um, what has sort of been the evolution of the lineup? Just give us a history of, of Caskets Open if you can. Well, um, I guess it, it started in 2005 and 2006. We were actually a cover band at start. And then the guy started introducing me to doom metal. We had a different drummer than Petri. And uh, located in Keuru. That's that's a that's a small small place in middle Finland. So we're from there and I don't know. We we made a first demo in 2008 or 7 or so yeah maybe started the the band after we we did the covers we didn't like to do them anymore and it was kind of i was moving to helsinki we wanted to make a like a last effort to write own songs and what kind of covers were you guys doing black sabbath and dancing <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. They're obvious, of course. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Please yeah. continue. No further questions. But, yeah, we kind of yeah, we did Black Sabbath and Dancing covers, but we introduced the the kind of Peter Steele distorted bass sound there. So that was their beginning, I think. Yeah. And after that, we did the first demo and uh, I was listening like basically Saints Virus and Reverend Bizarre at that point. And you can hear it from the demo. Okay. And it got some some pretty mixed opinions. Some some, <laughs> some people liked it very much and some people didn't. Because they at that time, 2008, there were like like fucking five Finnish Doom bands that sounded exactly like Reverend Bizarre. We, we were just one more. So after that, we kind of wanted to change the direction. And then we had the, what was it, 2010. We got a record deal from Streaks Records Germany and did the WLP. And after that, uh, what did we do after that? We played some lo local gigs and also in Estonia. Yeah, the, the band was different back then. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's kind of trying trying to remember all the you know the old stuff. <laughs> just no, that's, come okay. Out. that's okay. That's okay. With um, with the uh, with the live shows that you guys were playing, you know. By the time I guess you were playing out live and you, you said you had taken a little bit of a direction, a new direction with your sound, um, we can hear a whole lot of, you know, punk incorporated in there. Um, a lot of the old, like you said, when I was when I was describing this uh, in the introduction before you guys came on, um, for me, in a lot of cases, it sounds like Celtic Frost covering the Misfits. And I hope that you take that as a compliment because I, yeah. I mean it. Of um, course, but that, that's actually a new one. But because what? Of, that's a good one. Because what I, what I thought and what I heard, it was a mixture between Carnivore and Reverend Pizarre. 
Yeah. And that uh, all of that stuff is there too. I'm I'm curious about what kind of uh what kind of live performance setting do you guys fit in with? Like what uh what other what other kind of style of bands would you play with? Or you do you feel like you have more of a punk live show or a doom live show? Is it all sort of one thing in Finland or or how's that go? I think there there were a couple of you know, they they win that's many bands that we toured with or yeah. played shows with. We didn't play very much, <laughs> very many shows after all. But it was like, there was this band, Maria, that is like, like a post-punk band. And also the three Finnish doom bands that are about the same age as we. Uh, Cardinals Folly, Wandering Midget, and, and uh, Garden of War. But and, and there was, uh, of course, you guys, Horse Latitude. Yeah. Yeah, but it was mostly doom metal bands or metal bands, not not too much of punk gigs, I think. Maybe. Yeah, I think the, the Helsinki punks are like, like very strict. They don't want metal heads to their <laughs> shows. Okay. Ah, okay. We were That's too metal and we were supporting Carnival. I think <laughs> that was it. <clears throat> Interesting. 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 So, and you, but you guys have toured outside of Finland? Well, not too much. Few gigs actually, just yeah, in Europe. Yeah, we had one one gig in Estonia, one gig in Lithuania, and two gigs in Germany. Yeah, but we really didn't tour a lot, so <laughs> we are talking about just five gigs abroad. So yeah, but where were we? Sorry, go ahead. I was just trying to remember where where were we at the story. <laughs> In the LP, the debut LP, maybe. After that, I don't remember actually. We had we had a few few years that that uh, the problem with the drummer was starting to grow because he lived in Uvascula and me and Auntie lived lived in Helsinki for years already and and our rehearsal place was in Keuru so it was we had more rehearsals and mo- no we had more gigs than we had re- rehearsals in a year interesting so it was you know it was not good and after that we had to let Petri go and since that we did a did a demo like the two of us, I was playing the drums and doing the bass and the vocals, and I was playing the guitar. And after that, we found Uri to the drums. And I don't know, is there anything you want to ask? <laughs> no, no, like that's. This is. I'm this just is being, way... I, I'm keeping a fucking monologue here. No, oh, no, no, this is. This is. Should I go to right to the point we are now? This is what uh, this yeah. is what we like. This is a we we ramble. We have random conversations about whatever. So anytime you feel like jumping in, anytime we feel like jumping in, that's typically how it goes. But yeah, let's talk about where things are right now. So the newest record it came out in 2020, um, yeah. and was it, it has it been re released this year, or did it just now get a cassette release this year? What's what's on with that? And tell us a little bit about the lead up to the new record. Like what. What were you guys thinking as far as the sound that you wanted to create for this record? How is it different than records in the past? 
um, it, you know, what's, what's, what's going on with the new stuff? If I start from the album before, Follow Nothing, when we did that, we kind of, we were in a direction that uh, it was kind of esoteric record, the Follow Nothing. We were digging like too deep <laughs> to ourselves and it was not as approachable as a record that the new one. And I think I, I thought of that when I did the songs. But it was made in pretty much similar way than previous ones, yeah. than the previous ones. But it was, um, I was listening to a lot of stuff back then. Like right. punk, black, black metal, shoegaze, noise rock, okay. electronic music, acoustic stuff. And it, it was like a, like a mess, actually. When I just, I, uh, we kind of did the songs like, I made a riff, like whatever. It was like a post-punk riff, for example. Mm -hmm. And that was the only thing that was brought to the, to the training. And guys, just we just figured it out. And, and suddenly we have a bunch of songs that... They're all different from each yeah, other. Yeah, they're all different. And, and then we just thought that now, now it's time to make the next record. And... We went to Tornhaven Studios uh, in Lievestuare and it was recorded by uh, Tom Brook, yeah. And this was 2019. And then we started offering the... Yeah, we didn't have a deal, so we just thought, now we have to record these songs or it's too late. Yeah. So we went there and we... Mixed it and mastered it. We had a ready record, but we didn't have a deal. Yeah, we we asked James Plotkin to do the mastering, and we were like, we were using all our money from merchandise and, and stuff. Yeah. So we didn't have any <laughs> any money anymore. And then we were we had to have the record deal, and we tried a bunch of places, like 20 fucking labels. <laughs> nobody, nobody liked us. And then there was this, this Polish guy, Nine Records, and he was not, we, we were planning to do an LP, but he, he, said, he said, no, I own CDs. So we, we did that, and it came out right in the middle of the first wave of COVID. <laughs> and you know how it goes after that, there's all the gigs were canceled and all the promo yeah. promotion was like, there's no use for promotion. So who's the, um, I just, I purchased the cassette this morning and I noticed that it's shipping from the US. So who, who got, who's, who's the cassette label that you guys are working with in the US and how did you connect with them? Yeah, it's Sean from Wise Blood. And I think it was Thomas from, from Seeing Red Records that wanted to do the LP. And his friend, Sean, wanted to do the cassette. Okay. And of course, we were like stoked about it because somebody in the US wants to put our record out. And we didn't even, we didn't send anything from, you know, to yeah. anywhere, to anyone. They just found us. But those somewhere. guys, they've been great from the start. They've been 
they've been that's, digging uh, stuff and they've been doing all the right things. That sounds yeah. like Thomas, though, man. We we love Thomas. Thomas has another label. Thomas is doing Seeing Red, and he also has another label called Redefining Darkness um, yeah. that does a lot of, of more death metal-oriented stuff. And we, Zach and I, are both huge fans of... You're, he's how we found you guys. Um, yeah. And pretty much any recommendation that he gives is one that we will listen to. So it's he, he's the type of dude who's going to scour... Um, the European underground to find pretty much anything that he likes and then put that shit out. He's got an Estonian band on Redefining Darkness, if I'm not mistaken. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, it's 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 cool that you guys, with an eclectic mix of sounds that you have, are able to find a label that's that's excited about putting out your record. And and the, the fact that it's American, you know, I hope I hope that that gets you guys some exposure. You know, not just here, but also also globally. Um, and you know, getting a cassette release out is definitely a good way to go here because they're so popular right now at the time, which is a funny a funny thing to say. Being my age and having grown up when you know the first music that I bought was on cassette, uh, so to 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 see that have made a comeback is very strange for me. Are cassettes very popular where you are? I think so. Yeah. Especially in, in the punk scene and metal scene, underground metal scene and punk. Talk I think so, it. yeah. But there's still still like a lot of people that think that why are you fucking buying cassettes? <laughs> what about, yeah, I mean like you go ahead, Zach. I was gonna ask, what what about vinyl over there too? Is it just as, as popular as cassette is for releasing? I know it's more of a pain in the ass to get your stuff released on vinyl, so I was kind of wondering what that experience was was like for you guys, and have you listened to your own record on vinyl, and how how does it sound in comparison to the cassette? We don't have the cassette yet. Okay. Yeah, but the yeah. vinyl we got those, and it sounds great. It looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's great. A, it's a slight different master from the CD, but it sounds like it should. Yeah. So that, that's good. I know. I know because it's. Uh, I feel like your music would lend itself really well to a to a vinyl sound and buzz. Yeah, a lot of yeah. Because I, I think the cassette has a different master from the vinyl. Yeah, yeah. yeah probably so. Probably yeah. so. So, assuming, um, well, before we get to to questions about touring in the future and everything like that, sort of, you you talked about um, how the momentum the the the, the progress for this record was moving along and then COVID happened. The first wave of COVID happened over there. Um, what has your experience throughout lockdown and throughout the pandemic been like personally and as a band? Well, as a band, we, we're kind of stuck now because I have to say at this point that Buru, our drummer, left the group last, <laughs> last oh, fall. Yeah, the last gig was in that. October, last October, and he didn't just leave us. He he left like pretty much every rock band he's in. Wow. Yeah. Be because so of right the, right now we don't have a drummer, so we're not doing anything. So <laughs> I'm just kind of taking it easy at home and maybe do some other projects. But caskets open is pretty much silent right now so far. But before <clears throat> this, we actually got some songs together already so we have some and when the time is right we will go 
further with the drum research and then we'll play again, I think so. And we have some stuff ready, which is not, maybe it's not so very right than on the album. Yeah, it's, it's not like traditional stuff, but it's more heavy metal, I think, and more, more doom metal. So there are songs and, and actually plans for a new record, but we can't do anything right now because no gigs, no drummer. <laughs> And what are, the, like what are the other are, are you guys is Finland like in some sort of, of mandated lockdown right now? Do you guys still have to wear masks when you go out or is have things released eased up a little bit? Are vaccines available in, in Finland now? Like how's everything? Yeah. Going? yeah, vaccines are available. I think they're they're vaccinated about 20% of the population already. There's, there's no like a total lockdown anywhere. It's uh, well, yeah, you have to wear a mask if you go to a bus or to a store, but there's no, there's no like curfew. Or... No, we are <clears throat> able to rehearse and well, no geeks or whatever. Yeah, all the all the restaurants and the bars and the and the venues are shut. Yeah. Do they have any sort of plan in place for when those are going to open back up, or are they sort of playing it by ear? Are they seeing how it how it goes? I think they're pretty much, you know, canceled every summer festival. I think. But they're, the officials are saying that maybe next summer they will open the bars. <laughs> Don't know what happens next, but yeah. So occasionally we, um, we get a band from Finland that, that will make it over. U.S. and tour, um, and typically those are more like melodic death metal bands. Uh, it's always interesting to ask people in other countries sort of what they think of the bands that are the most familiar to us in America from from where they are, right? And I I am a huge fan of like Insomnium. I'm a big fan of Wolfheart. Uh, anything that Tuomas does, I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right. Um, uh, Children of Bodom was a big one. But if you guys, if you guys were able to, Akalma actually came here too. They're fucking awesome. I love that band. Um, if you guys were able to make it over here, what kind of tour would you want to get on? Like, who would you see yourself touring with in the U.S.? Because we would, you know, that would be fucking awesome. Type on negative. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Can right? you arrange that? Yeah, we'll see. We'll yeah. dig up old Pete and uh, we'll give him a shot of the vaccine and see if we can't get him uh, get him back to get him back to help. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Danzig's cool. Yeah. Yeah. We could do Danzig. It would be interesting <laughs> to see. It would be interesting to see Danzig get back on the road and just do Danzig songs again. Like, are you guys are you are you big fans of Danzig solo stuff, or are you bigger fans of like Misfits stuff, or Sam Hain, or just all of it, or what? Obviously, we see the influence in your music. I think I'm I'm the most Danzig influenced guy in the band, yeah. so I should. Well, I probably like that, you know, the solo stuff, Danzig, like the best. And Misfits yeah. comes very close. Was the uh, uh, Sam Hayner's also good? Cool. They're all great. I I don't know. The like almost everything the guy does is great. Before what about his movies? Heard, before I even heard your music, seeing the <laughs> album cover, I immediately thought of Danzig too, and was wondering if that was intentional. 
Okay, you want to see a surprise? Yeah. Oh, shit. Here we go. No way. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is that? That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> this is... This is an audio podcast, right? Nobody's able to see uh, what we just saw, but we just got the camera panned to a muscular, leather-clad, ski-masked gentleman sitting next to the uh, to the guys that we're talking to right now. The what the fuck is going on? Is that the, is that the new drummer? <laughs> I wish. It's, the, it's a guy from the cover. Yeah. He's sitting here right with us. It is. Well, um, show us. What if I say I want to see the full chest to make sure that that's the truth? Flex chest. Come on. There we go. So, do you just like? Are you are you their gardener, or are you like? Uh, are you a, a friend of the band? <laughs> does, does this one speak? He does not speak. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> this is like. Uh, yeah, I don't know is, what to say. It's, uh, this is the first time. This is the first time that I've, I've wished that this was a visual podcast. Like we should post this on YouTube instead of on uh, instead of on Audible yeah. this time or whatever the fuck it is that we use. I don't know what we use. Um, I thought because of the name of the show, name of the podcast, you must have thought that someone, some of us, is in the cover. <laughs> so I am like disappointed. We're we're not that muscular, that, that guy. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's a it's a sliding scale, right? Um, yeah. The the must you know as long as you're uh, we we promote sort of a holistic wellness sensibility here on Death Comes Lifting. Like we we like the muscles, we like the lifts, but at the same time we also like health. Um, and that I think is something that is very much a part of European culture in a way that it's not here in America, right? Um, <clears throat> are you guys are you guys active like do you do you get outdoors do you ride bikes do you uh do you lift like what's what's sort of your physical routine like to stay in shape uh, i try to uh, maintain some kind of a routine i go to the gym i try to go like three times a week maybe but last two months i haven't done anything <laughs> it's typical i've it's been eating pies in Oh, I'm drinking. What kind of pies? Yeah. Vegan. Vegan pies. I like it. Like, uh, is it, are they fruit flavored pies or what? I want to know what, give no, me the no, inside salty, scoop on the- Salty, of course, salty pies. Oh, so, okay, you, you, a savory pie. Like, savory, um, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Give us the inside scoop on the fucking Finnish junk food scene. Like when it's time for you, after you've had a few beers and it's time to eat some fucking trash, what are you going after? Actually, the muscular guy just ate a, ate a Dr. Oetker vegan pizza. That's pretty nice. good. And we have a thing called Vihis that, that's like a like meat, meat pie. What is it? Uh -huh. Like some, something you can cut in half to put some ketchup in it, but it, it's okay. it's vegan. Nice, nice. Are you are you guys all vegans? No, just you. Are you guys are the no not? I'm, I'm not. leaving. I'm leaving with a vegan, so I eat vegan food. Ah, I see. So you have. He's to... vegan. The the guy with the biggest muscles. He's vegan. No, is he really? Yeah. 
What's what's, what's his, his, uh, what his secret is? How does he get so muscular on a vegan diet? He eats a lot. You just have to eat a lot. You just have to eat a lot. Fair yeah, enough. Eat a lot and so and cool. lift a lot. And right? lift a lot and yeah, okay. And <clears> listen <throat> to a lot of dancing. It's just you just get muscles that way. Danzig. All you have to do is listen to Danzig and you get stronger. Like it's science. Yeah. Do you? So you guys. And earlier you said that you you were a fan of everything that Danzig does. Are you are you a fan of his movies? Have you seen any of the movies he's made? No, I, I actually actually said that, and I didn't say that. Yeah, he didn't say that. I, I said oh, that. Yeah. Well, you, almost you. everything he does. Almost. All right. Ex you know, excluding the. Elvis record. Elvis record, I think. Oh God, yeah. I'm yeah, and a couple of the new one, new ones are not that bad, but we we shouldn't piss off the muscular. Because no, we don't want to. Like the biggest Danzig fan here. Has he? Is he a fan of Danzig's movies? Has he? Have you guys seen like Veronica? Have you seen any of the the films that Danzig has made? The horror films? No, I haven't seen. Have you? Yes, I have. What do you think? Uh, I better not say anything because I don't want to say anything bad about Danzig. <laughs> well, I, you know, we're far enough away that we're safe from you, so I can be the one who says <laughs> that, uh, that those those movies are absolute fucking trash. But they're love they're lovable, right? This is this is the thing that I like. One of the things that I like most about Danzig is that he's won the game. You know. Like he's, he has established himself at this point and he's been doing what he does long enough that he's like, I want to make a fucking terrible vampire Western horror movie. So I'm going to do that. And yeah, like, yeah. What, and, and he, he can also do like records that he wants to meet an engineer yeah. himself. Yeah. And that's Plays the that's, drums. That's <laughs> the goal, like, right? Like, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be great to get to a point where you're so, like you've you've been an artist for long enough and you've been successful at it for long enough that you can do whatever the fuck you want because yeah. you think it's fun, right? With no expectations, with no uh, he doesn't care what critics say. He's just having a good time. Like to me, that is that's the goal. I would love to be able to get to a point where I can yeah, do that. Me too. What Maybe is one the best day. Danzig album, in your opinion? The best Danzig album. Yeah. They're also different. Depends on your mood, I feel like. Yeah, I, I have to say the third one, How the Gods Kill. Oh yeah. Solid that one. Excellent choice. I, I gotta go, I gotta go with the first one, I think. And that's probably a very common answer, but it's just so fucking catchy and so stripped down. And uh it's a sexy yeah. record too, man. Like I I teach at university and and one of the things that I have been trying to do, obviously not in person because we're not having in-person classes right now. Uh, because of the pandemic. But one of the things that I have tried to do in the past is to use Bluetooth to connect my phone to the speakers in the classroom where I teach so that I can play Twist of Cain um, as I walk in the room, I think. Because if I, could, if, I, if I do that, if Twist of Cain is your entry theme, everything else about the class is going to go great. Nobody's going to fuck with you. They're going to pay attention. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun, right? And that so that brings me to some other one of the one of the things that I um, that I that I like to incorporate into the teaching that I do uh, it, when I teach writing. But one of the things that I like to try and get my students to write about are conspiracy theories. 
And so I, I want to ask you guys about one of my favorite conspiracy theories and see if you're familiar with it. You're actually, you were the second, you were the second Finnish band that we've had on this podcast before. Um, what was the first one? It's a younger, a younger death metal band called Cryptic Hatred. Um, and when I ran this by them, they were not familiar with it. But are you familiar with a conspiracy theory that states that Finland does not exist? Here we go. Yeah, I've heard about that. I haven't. <laughs> what What have you heard about it? Tell, tell us. Well, that Finland doesn't exist. I just heard that last year, but I don't know what is it based on. But it must yeah, be I, true. It's it bullshit, must be true. I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you, it exists, so, actually. You actually, you, you actually live in Sweden or Estonia. You do not live in Finland because Finland does not exist. So oh, apparently, apparently at the end of World War II, um, there was a deal that was made between Japan and uh, I, I want to say like Russia, I think, I, but I'm not entirely sure. I, I, I would have to look this up. And I think that there are, like, like all good conspiracy theories, there are several different versions of this, right? But the idea is that Finland is not a landmass. Finland is actually a sea, is actually a, a, a part of the ocean. And in order to ensure that this particular stretch of ocean could be fished and cultivated perpetually, um, the, uh, the USSR or so the, the uh, Russia and Japan came to an agreement that they would fake it and, and pretend or show the rest of the world that this was just one solid mass of land rather than an actual ocean um, so that nobody else could come there and exploit the ocean's resources. Specifically not Americans, right? Because that's what we do. We go to other places and we fuck their shit up. Um, but the, uh, the, the idea is that anyone who thinks that they're in Finland is actually either in Sweden or Estonia or Russia um, and that's that's as I understand it, the way that 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 theory plays out. Now, so um, prove that you're in Finland, basically, is what we're asking you to do. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Just, just fucking prove it. <laughs> yeah, we're here. <laughs> you just gotta have you have to believe us. <laughs> we, I mean, there's no way to prove it. I, I would rather I would rather believe you than think that Finland just doesn't exist because, I, like I said, I would like to visit one day. I think uh, it would be it would be interesting for me, sort of culturally and also musically, because a lot of a lot of the music that I listen to listen to um, comes from Finland. I play I have a death metal show on the radio here um, at the university where I teach, and a lot of the a lot of the stuff that I play specifically melodic death metal comes from Finland. So I would love to go there and see some shows um, and just sort of experience the culture um, and eat a vegan meat pie. Like that sounds amazing to me, sounds actually. Good time, man. Yeah. What, what are some of your favorite uh, Finnish bands that you maybe could plug here that we may or may not know about under, underground or more mainstream or otherwise? Do you have any you can drop? Finnish bands. No pressure. Uh, because there's there's no one like active right now, so it's hard to you don't go to shows anymore. So yeah, I don't know. This young new band, it's it's called Asphodelus. It's some kind of some sort of old Tiamat or, or Catatonia kind of stuff. This kind of oh, sweet. romantic dead doom. 
Oh, that's my favorite. That's a moment, I think. We'll check those out. Thanks. I'm writing that down. Asphodel. Nice. Asphodelus. And then you should check Morbific. Morbific. Some just death metal stuff. Love them all. Right. Yeah, that's our that's our vibe. Thanks, man. So how what about was the band we were should we uh, were supposed to go out? You know the Doom Doom band old something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking bad with names. I can't remember. Uh, we should. I should run through like a number of different Finnish bands and get you guys to pronounce their names right for me because I'm probably doing it wrong. Um, how about like a? Uh, is it Rippy Kaulu? Are you familiar with them? Yeah, sure. How do I say that? Yeah, it's Rippy Kaulu. Rippy Kaulu. Rippy Kaulu. I'm trying, man. I I I. Uh, these uh, are a lot you shoot like yeah so i i i'm working on it i'm gonna try and get there like i wanna when i do eventually make it to finland i want to be able to do like the most basic things and that's like ask where the bathroom is um order a f order some food and pronounce the name of the bands that i like i feel like those are the top three priorities for a guy like me when for i sure. go to a place like that absolutely yeah that the vegan meat pie is called Viha Birakka. I'm trying, like, I, I, I should show you the, the effort that I'm making to spell these things right now. And I'm, not, uh, I'm probably terrible at it. Um, guys? Yeah. This has been an awesome chat. Yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. Before, before you go, we have a very, very important question that we ask every single man who comes on this podcast. And both of you are gonna to need to answer it as well as your silent friend is gonna to need to answer it as well. Um, very important question. Take all the time you need to think about it because it's a very important answer as well. Zach, would you please do the honors? Boys, we gotta ask you, what is your favorite Black Sabbath record? This is easy. It's Sabbath, bloody Sabbath. Sick. That's the answer. We don't always, we don't get that too many times. What's your favorite thing about it? Well, production and the songs, it's just the best, but I like others also. It is so unique, man. Like, it is so sick. That's a great choice. Sabbath, bloody Sabbath. What else? This is this is very hard for me, but isn't yeah? I was I was going to say exactly the same as the first one. I love really? Sabbath, Sabbath. I just like it, okay. just for the sake of the first songs and the title songs, riffs yeah. and all this. It just that only that could justify choosing the the record as the best Black Sabbath record. Strong, but argument. but also also the variety of the songs. I, I think it puts the classic uh, Black Sabbath era in a sort of a package and it has all the great things included in it. Like yeah. all the all the soft parts, all the heavy parts. It's, and, and like, like I said, <coughs> the production is perfect. But yeah, it does. Fans of Tony Martin Black Sabbath. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We fucking love Tony Martin Black Sabbath. We are trying so hard to get fucking Tony Martin on this podcast. You would be surprised 
how hard it is to get a hold of Tony Martin, man. Like he's a well, yeah. he's 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 protected. He's uh he's got a bull <laughs> out there running interference for him. What's your favorite? What's your favorite Tony Martin record? It's two. Tear, tear. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I like the um Heaven that last cool. track on there. Heaven and Black is one of my very favorite Black Sabbath songs. I fucking love Tear. I love that record. Headless Cross rips. Um, I feel like it's time for Tony Iommi now that you know the Aussie era has been put to bed. I think he needs to remaster and revisit some of those Tony Martin records and he wants to maybe put get back together and put some new shit out. He wants I would to love to offset. I think. Or like that would a, be awesome. A reissue type thing. I, I've been reading that. Yeah, that would be cool. Well, I would be excited. More people need to know about it because it's not it's not readily available. You know, it's our mission here. So thanks for supporting that. When you guys played Black Sabbath covers, which ones did you do? I don't remember anyone. <laughs> the old ones. The old ones, yeah. Like they, like old ones. Black Sabbath War Peaks. We never yeah. did Paranoid. What? What I can see you Cheering guys of the crushing grave. Master of Reality tunes. Yeah, you know I love Master of Reality. That's my. That's I think. My I think if I would have to say my favorite, it would be Master of Reality. Yeah, but it's it would be Volume Four if the production was better. If you heard, like the song, songs from the the first ones would be transferred to Volume Four. That Have you be. heard the uh, the remaster of Volume Four that came out recently? Stephen Wilson from Porcupine Tree uh, remixed it and remastered it, and they just released that version a couple of months ago, and it sounds amazing, man. If you if you um, really want to hear the, the the Volume Four songs with some more punch, like there's there's more depth to it, but there's also the the sound is is is, is crisp. Um, I think it just feels a lot more modern and it feels a lot deeper. Um, definitely check that out if you get the chance. Okay, I have to check that out because that sounds good. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. It kind awesome. of lacks lacks the punch, I think. Yeah, it the 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 way that the way that Stephen Wilson redid it, it sounds amazing. I uh, it was like hearing it for the first time. We we yeah. talked about that a whole lot on the podcast. We have another podcast too that uh, it's just, just about Black Sabbath. <laughs> yeah. Fellas, it has been great talking to you guys. Caskets open from Finland. Definitely you, a band to check out. We really enjoyed it. Thank you guys so much for your time. And uh, we hope to have you back on the show. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you, man. Take care, guys. Thanks. Bye. What good dudes. What a good bunch of dudes. That was, that was funny. Man, They're, I... Stoic. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I was thrown for a loop when the camera panned over to reveal a muscular man in a ski mask and a leather vest. I mean, it kind of just confirmed how awesome I thought they were. I just, at that point, I was like, okay, now, now we're in for real. Now, now these guys, because, you know, they're kind of like serious. Got like that guy hanging around. Dudes, you know what I mean? Like, and I didn't know if they were like, stoked to be talking to us or not but then when i saw that i was like okay these dudes prepared and like wanted this to happen and i was like i love that so <laughs> they do they they have that that northern european reserve that i think is uh a little a little bit more subdued than some of the people that we're used to talking to but that's awesome because we awesome. uh we celebrate all different cultures here on the, the lifts and riffs podcast 
Um, and it's always fun to talk to some people from a place that I am very intrigued by and that I hope to visit one day. Me too, man. Well, I hope to take the Lifts and Riffs podcast live and interview some of our favorite Finnish bands one of these days. Oh, man. How dope would that be if we got to fucking fly to Finland and just like shoot the shit with some of these dudes for a while? Oh, man, that would be awesome. Dude, once things open back up, that can totally happen. I was um, I was supposed to be backstage with my Death Comes Lifting po- just podcast before we had our Lifts and Rips thing at a, at a couple of festivals before COVID fucked it all up. So we're going to get that, try to get that shit back up and running again, bro. We're going to infiltrate you know, this. You know what we should definitely do next year? Um, since I'll be in D.C. as sort of a base of operations, man, we should infiltrate Maryland Death Fest. That's what, exactly what we are going to do. It's not even we are going. We are going to do that. We are going to show up with a bunch of fucking Death Comes Lifting merch, and you are going to put a bunch of fucking death metal dudes through some hardcore CrossFit shit, and we're going to record all of that. You're going to make them puke. And then we'll interview them on the show. And then we'll interview them. Yeah, It'll be like hot ones, yeah. Like, uh, but with exactly. like burpees and shit. You'll be like, yeah. all right, this is uh, where we ask, welcome to Lifts and Riffs, where we ask hard questions and make you do even harder physical shit with your body. Uh, so and so so you know that would be that would be pretty dope once things open back up man the sky's the limit there's no fucking stopping us we're in i'm glad we had this talk bro good pep talk we're doing that you, man. i hope that you have a good weekend i love you man i'm looking forward to the next one i love you too i'll see you soon bro you too keep, keep out going. my dude keto forever love